Welcome to Da 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 Jesse Treffa. I'm really excited today because we are on a just chatty podcast. We're talking about a topic that I thought of that I want to share with you today, and we are just kind of going for it to see what comes up in this conversation. So we did eight weeks of a kind of organized chakra series. And it was awesome and it was fun and it was educational for me and hopefully educational and inspiring for you too. But now we are back to just talking. We are having a conversation. It may seem one-sided, but you are there and I'm talking to you and I'm imagining maybe what you would say back to me or what questions you would have. And it's a conversation. So let's talk. Uh, (laughs) So this podcast, we are going to talk about Three things that I have learned so far in this chunk of 2023. We are almost halfway through the year, and I started this year off with my content. I started my podcast at the beginning of this year. I started my YouTube videos, my online content. I all started on January 1st, 2023. So now I have been doing this for almost half a year. So I figured half the year is the halfway point of 2023 is a great time to look back and think, okay, in these past six months, what are three things that I have learned? And that is what we're going to talk about today. So this podcast is on a Tuesday instead of a Monday, and I had this huge goal. I'm going to show up for you on Mondays. I'm going to show up for you on Mondays. Yesterday was insane. We are currently looking for an apartment in South Beach, Miami. We are looking for our next new home, and the rental market is insane here. Some apartments go super fast, and then other apartments sit because they're listed too high, and you can't really tell if something's listed too high or what. So I have literally looked at probably 30 apartments in South Beach and surrounding areas, and I haven't been working with a realtor. I've been my own realtor, so I've been reaching out and doing all of this footwork. has been super fun because I've gotten to see all these cool places. South Beach, Miami is most it's mostly not houses for the most part, at least in our price range. It's not houses. Yesterday, I got to see a showing for a house in the middle of South Beach, Miami. It's right outside of this huge apartment complex, and it was this cute little house that used to be a church, and it was so adorable. We aren't going to rent that because of a couple things, but It was just really cool to see one of these adorable houses in South Beach, Miami. Anyway, so that's enough jabber about my life and what's going on. Um, But let's get into what we're going to talk about today. So the content I like to share with you is a lot about mindset. It's about wellness. It's about how to take care of yourself how to gain power over your thoughts and your mind. And it's about how to show up for yourself when you need you so that you can show up for others, either for when they need you or just to create a space that they can be themselves. And that leads into my number one thing that I have learned in this first half of 2023. And that is that I create space for others when I stay in my lane. So what I mean by that, what I mean by staying in my lane, when I take care of myself, when I focus on how 
I feel about something. When I think about my emotions and I sit with them and I'm curious, why do I feel this way? I'm I'm staying in myself. I'm staying with only me. And I'm not projecting how I feel onto other people. So let's say, for example, I feel anxious. I feel kind of like stressed. I have two options. I can either look around at the environment that I'm in and be like, what is making me so stressed and anxious that's around me? If it's Steve, then I can be like, oh, he's he's antsy right now. He's stressed. He's making me stressed. Or it can be the house is messy. Oh, the house is messy. It's making me feel stressed. Or my schedule. My schedule is so full. It's making me anxious. So I have all of these options about how I can blame my environment or the, the situation around me or the people around me. Uh, I can blame them for my stressed and anxious feelings. Or I can go with option two. And option two is to feel that stress and anxiety and take a second. Notice how stressed and anxious I'm feeling and think why, wh- where in my body am I feeling this anxiety? My shoulders, I'm stressed, I'm tensing them, I'm holding them up near my ears. Wow. And then I sink into that stressed and anxious feeling to really feel it and what it feels like. And I take a deep breath and I listen to what my thoughts are telling me. And my thoughts are telling me, you don't have time. You're not relaxed. You need to take a nap. You're so overwhelmed. You have so much to do. And that's what I'm telling myself inside. When I blame my environment, I don't take a moment to listen to what I am telling myself inside my head, what my thoughts are telling me. Instead, I'm just blaming the environment and skipping over my own thoughts that are inside my mind and inside my body. So when I go with option two and I actually sit and listen to my own thoughts, that's my opportunity. And I can say, wow, I feel so stressed and overwhelmed. I have so much going on. I am going to, what can I do to decrease this stress and anxiety? Okay, I can make a list of the things I have to do. So I make a list. Oh, I'm actually really tired. (laughs) I can lay down and take a nap. Or I can take a bath. Or I actually don't need to do that one thing that's really stressing me out. So I can take that off my list. So When I do that, when I stay in my own lane and I make my anxiety or stress or anger or whatever the feeling or emotion is, when I keep it about me because I am the one that's feeling it, when I keep it about me, the people around me are safe. They are safe from me projecting my emotions onto them and making it their fault. They are safe from me overreacting or acting out of my emotions. When I manage my emotions inside myself, the people around me are safe to be able to be seen as they are instead of how I want them to be seen. So I've noticed that when I stay in me 
and I stay on my paper, not only with Steve, is he in a safe space that he can feel comfortable and he can express himself and he's not being blamed for how I feel, but even on my lunches out with my girlfriends or my time that I've spent with other people or out in the store, even people I see walking down the street. I know that they are safe to be able to be seen who they as for who they are and what they are experiencing instead of me assuming they're judging me or being me being annoyed by them. I'm creating this safe space for them to not be a reflection of how I may be feeling stressed out. So that's number 1 is I create space for others when I I create safe space for others when I stay in my lane. That is the first one. So my piece of advice with that, if you wanted one, would be when you feel an an emotion or a feeling that isn't quite positive, take a moment to sit with yourself and feel the emotion in your body and start to notice what it is that is going inside, inside your head and keep it about you. If you notice yourself blaming others or thinking it's someone else's fault or something else's fault that you're feeling this negative emotion, bring it back to your body, inside your body, inside your mind, and express to yourself, I can process this uncomfortable emotion and I can do something about it. I can let it go. You always have the power to process an emotion and to let it go. It's there to tell you something. Either you need to take a break or you need to set a boundary or you need to get a little more organized. Whatever it is, it's telling you something. So what about the second thing I learned in this first half of 2023? When I feel yucky... I need self-care. And that builds upon the first one, but it is specific. So I have a story for this. So I had a super busy day. Like I said, I've been looking at like gazillions of apartments. I looked at like three or four this day, and I wanted to take the Miami Beach trolley up to these apartments and around, and I kept missing the trolley. So I walked six miles that day all over South Beach, and it was hot, and I don't know, maybe I skipped lunch. And I had a good attitude all through all of this, but by the time I got home at like five o'clock, I was getting like bitter and negative, and I didn't want to make dinner. And so I laid down for a second, and I was like, oh, I just feel like really yucky. I don't like that I am feeling no desire to make dinner. I don't like that my body just feels yucky. I don't like that I feel kind of sad because I don't know why I feel sad. So I laid down and I was like, oh, I just feel yucky. And I wanted to just kind of pout and just feel yucky. But I was like, well, if I feel yucky, then that I feel like a, a really good thing t- would be to do things that make me feel good and to do them for myself, you know, because I could I could be getting mad at Steve and be like, Steve should offer to make dinner. Bah, 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 bah. Steve should Steve should like give me a hug. But 
who do I really need that hug from? I need that hug from me because I did a lot of work that day and I needed to give myself some love. So it was like five o'clock. It wasn't, it was before dinner and I ran a nice hot bath and I ran this nice bath and I came out of the bath and I told the love of my life, I said, you know what, Steve, I think I'm overtired. And he nodded and he said, what do you need? <laughs> and I fell in love with him all over again right there because I was like, so sweet. So he's like, what do you need? And I said, I need your help deciding what we're going to have for dinner. And I want to have a really nice dinner with you. And I even put on an outfit that I thought was cute instead of just my lazy PJs. I put on a pretty outfit. I, I made myself feel lovely. And I walked to an amazing restaurant down the street called Joe Stone Crab. It's legendary in South Beach, Miami. And I got Steve what he wanted. And I was trying to decide what I wanted. I wanted to try this, like, I think it was like a seafood jambalaya or something like that. But it was a little pricier. But I was like, you know what? What am I doing? I'm pampering myself right now. So I got this seafood jambalaya. And I set it out when we had dinner. Stephen got the table ready, and I brought everything out. And I even picked up a, like one of those small containers of wine, and I poured myself one glass of wine and just really enjoyed that dinner. I put classical music on while we ate dinner, and I just really made it nice. And it was like a self-care day for me. And it really taught me a lesson because at the end of that, I felt nice. I felt like... My life was mine, and I felt like I enjoyed my life. And I had a great day that whole day, but I just started to feel yucky in the afternoon. So I still did the things that I needed to do that I could have done in a way where it was just checking it off the list. I could have just made dinner, had dinner, sat, you know, got ready for bed, whatever. I could have just checked them off the list. But I needed self-care, so I made them extra nice for myself. And so what, what that all is, is just like when you're feeling yucky, when you're feeling just off or like you're noticing you're getting kind of like snippy or bitter or you feel yucky or you feel like nobody loves you or nobody is giving you the attention that you need, you know who you need that attention and that love from is yourself. So you can be doing all the normal things that you have to do because maybe you don't have an extra two hours to give yourself a mani-pedi and take a bath and whatever or go shopping. Maybe you don't have that time to do all those things. You can do your normal things, but do them in a way where you are choosing to do them. You are putting some extra sparkle on them because you're doing them the way that you want to do them. Or take an extra half hour or, or time that you would be spending doing one thing. Trade it for something that you really want to do. If you really need some self-care, leave the dishes for the next day and go for a walk. Or Leave the vacuuming for tomorrow because you just really need to take a bath or curl your hair. And I know this sounds mostly like I'm speaking to women, but it also goes for guys too. Like let's say you haven't played golf with your buddies in forever and you have so much to do and you have to mow the lawn and you have to fix this shelf and you have to work and you have to work and you have to work. 
find a way to just just make the time. If you're starting to notice your emotions coming out that you're just not happy, you need to do something for yourself. You need to give yourself self-care. And that is the second thing that I have learned in this first chunk of 2023 is just how important self-care is. And I'm starting to understand really all the different forms self-care takes. And yeah, so that is the second thing that I have learned in 2023 is when I feel yucky, I need self-care. And I do it right away now. I don't postpone it. I don't say, oh, I'll do it later when I have the time. When I feel yucky, I, I switch right away. And I'm like, nope, I need it now. So, and then the third thing that I have learned in 2023, this first half of 2023, is that decisions, I don't like making decisions sometimes. There can be really hard. But decisions are easier when you can hear your gut when you can listen to your gut, when you can feel your body, decisions get easier. If you get stuck just in your head, decisions are harder. When you're trying to make all your decisions inside your head, you're thinking all about them, you're running through the pros and cons, you're thinking, thinking, what is this decision gonna lead to? Why would I make this decision? That makes them so hard because you can think gazillions and zillions of things. You can overthink something. You can think about something for days. You can think about it for weeks, months, years. But when you really take that decision and you put it in your body, you really feel it in your body and you you try it on, there are really beautiful sensations that can tell you which one you really want to make or which one is the one that is more meant for you. And I, this took some practice because it's amazing how like when we're go, go, go in life, we sort of can, we can lose touch with our body. We can be inside our head and out of our body and just using our body to move through the world or to do the things we need to do or to feel good during a workout. But then we separate from our body and we get stuck in our head and we just think about things and we don't think about how our emotions feel in our body. We don't think about how our decisions feel in our body. We don't use our body as a tool, as an asset to help us make decisions or move through difficult situations. So the third thing that I have learned in this first chunk of the year is that decisions are easier when you can hear your gut. The decisions are easier when you take on this choice or this choice and you feel it in your body. So let's say, um, I'm trying to think of an example. Let's say I'm painting a watercolor picture. I'm gonna super simplify this. Let's say I'm painting a watercolor picture and I want to make the background either yellow or blue. So I can, um, I say that because I'm looking at this little watercolor giraffe baby that I painted like last weekend. So I can sit with my body imagining that yellow background with the giraffe. And I feel like, kind of good, but just not really super relaxed. But then I can switch over to imagining it with a blue background. And maybe my body feels lighter, freer, less resistance, or more flowing, or there's more possibilities that open up. And that's what it is to try on two different decisions. That's what it is to try on something versus something else. If I'm just thinking in my head, it's going to take forever. I'll be like, well, the yellow background would like bounce off the brown too much and the giraffe is yellow. So then the yellow won't really look right. And um, 
I don't know if I would make it like a bright yellow or a dark yellow or if I think about the blue, well, the blue is like the sky, but is the blue going to clash with the brown? Like you can think about decisions over and over and over and over. But if you take a second to really sit with this decision decision in your body, it's easier. <laughs> it's way easier. And I think that I'm learning this because I have so many decisions going on right now. And it has actually been an enjoyable process. We are deciding where we're going to live. I'm deciding what internship I'm going to do. I'm deciding what podcast topic to do with you guys. Like there's so many decisions that if I was only doing these decisions stuck in my head, I would be feeling overwhelmed, anxiety, stressed, confused, and it would just be taking forever. So when we tune into our body, when we're making decisions, things get easier and there's way less stress and you get like a lot of weight taken off your shoulders. And it's not irresponsible. You kind of think, oh, if I'm not thinking about my decisions, I could make a mistake. You know, we're always going to make mistakes. But it's just something that I've learned in this first half of the year that decisions are easier when you can hear your gut. So that is our podcast for today. And it was super fun to just chat with you, talk to you. And I love thinking about a chunk of time and what I maybe learned from that chunk of time. And I hope that you find some of this a little inspirational for you. And also I would love if you spend some time thinking about this first half of the year and maybe what did you learn? What did you experience that kind of showed you something about the way you live life or the way you show up for others? What is something that you have learned in the past six months? And it really helps to reflect on that time because when we can highlight the lessons that we have learned, we're able to really start to see our growth as a human being. And that's something that we can celebrate and it's something we can feel really proud of because that's one of the reasons that we come here to live this life is to have these experiences and to really expand our spirit and nurture our soul in all these different things that life can teach us. So I hope you enjoyed our podcast today. I sure did. And I look forward to coming to you again next week. And as always, thank you for listening to me and da 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 da, Jesse, until next week. Ciao.